Good evening, Bird Nation. It's your boy, KDJ. And it's Stavros. And we're back for yet another episode of The Bird. It's been a while, Kev, but we're finally we're finally here. Yeah, mate. Uh, look, we've been very busy, Bird Nation. Um, we yeah. do live <clears throat> very busy lives, um, but we're back. I'm in a bit slack as well, Kev. I've got the uh, half marathon coming up. No, sorry, the full marathon coming up soon. Yeah, yeah. And you're running the Mother's Day Classic like you do every year. Yes, yes, second year running and will be continuous in many years to come. But um, yeah, I've been a bit slack, mate. Sorry about that. No, I'm good, mate. It's all good. <laughs> but we're back. And what's the, what's the topic, Kev? What are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about our favourite topic, mate. It's footy. We're... Football. And the title of today's podcast is... Ball! Yeah, damn right. It's ball. Like... Turn the pies. Why we'll we'll get on the pie season like a bit later on in the show, but uh, what are we talking about this week, Steve? Mate, few things. Recap uh, firstly what's happening in Melbourne. Um, just actually, oh, just general, I suppose. You know the, what we've been up to. What we've been up like, to, yeah. And then yeah. we're going to get into a bit about the AFLW, I believe. Yeah, mate. Um, yep. Talking a bit about Taylor Harris. Yep. Um, and then we're going to talk about memberships as well. That is actually the burning question, I believe. One of our burning questions for one this off. week. Yeah. Uh, we've got Anzac Day highlights for the just for the season so far, and then obviously we'll go into a bit of predictions where we're going to be, yep. where we see, I suppose the teams now, and where where we see them in you know, on Grand Final Day, and who who they are. Yep. Um, Brownlow, another burning question: um, Is AFL footy getting soft? That's a, it's a very contentious topic, Steve. Very, it's a, yeah. it's a getting over umpired, and we just recently had umpire appreciation round. Yeah, which I don't think many people appreciated the umpires in that round, though. But... No, you never know, mate. Like, like oh, there was one umpire that I have to tip my hat off to. He's a good friend of mine. Or, like, I haven't spoken to him for a while, but I've been following what he's been doing in the mm-hmm. umpiring circles. Uh, is uh, Dory Camdor. Um, yep. So, congratulations on game one of many, mate. Uh, umpired his first game against uh, Carlton versus North Melbourne, mate. Ooh. Good. Oh, yeah. well, all the best for Cam. Um, and what else? We've got new rules. Um, oh, yeah, the whole 666. Has that been, that's been actually happening? Yeah, it's yeah. it's looking like it's doing pretty well. And yep. like, we're going to talk about beer as well and like, like with Stephen May and oh, yeah. how that's recently come about. And, that's that's um, very recent, yeah. The Tribunal with Gary Ablett and heaps more in this episode. It's a jam-packed episode. So we'll try and get everything in, Kev. So let's get the ball rolling. Okay, recap what's happening in Melbourne. Mate, well, well, we've been busy. Like We obviously work full-time jobs, as you guys all should know. Um, and just trying to live our lives like we're both still single like that's something that we haven't ticked off for our list of this year uh, we're both uh, yep. still cooking away uh, we just yeah. had a nice spag bowl that was sensational actually Kevin for being non-Italian you have nailed that honestly that was that was that was bloody delicious. Practically half Greek, half Italian anyway like, yeah. I, I spend that much time at your family house mate <laughs> yeah, that's it um, and yeah, what else? We've have we've had the comedy festival. Yeah, did, you, did you go to any of the? I the did shows? it, unfortunately. No, like, neither did I. Which was really disappointing. Um, was really keen to see uh, a good friend of mine, Dom Chambers, mm-hmm. uh, in an in a ma- magical comedy show that he does called called Random. Um, yeah. But I wasn't able to go check him out, unfortunately. Um, That's right. But he does have some big things coming up. So if you're following Dom. Um, Do you know his Insta? 
I don't off the top of my head. So That's all right. We'll find that uh, again later on. Just search up Dom Chambers. Uh, yep. So he's got some interesting stuff coming back. Great, great. Well, I saw Post Malone. You uh, did last That's week, right. and that was um, yeah. He actually put on a really good show. Yep. For someone who like sort of appreciated his music at the start of the year and towards the end of well midway through last year as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, loved it. Did a shoey for everyone as well. Which yeah, was quite, I saw that. Quite entertaining. I saw that. Um, now I'm going to put you, you know, on the spot here, mate. Yes. Name three Post Malone songs um, without looking at your phone. <laughs> well, you have put me on the spot. I don't like off the top of my head. Um, oh. Note the awkward silence, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, you put me on the spot here, Kev. I don't so, know. Steve, why did you go to Post Malone? Why? Because I got a free ticket for it. Yeah, yeah, that's why. No, that's fair yeah. enough. And it was a great, it was a great show. And I know three of his songs. I don't know the words to those songs. Okay, but they were bloody good songs. That I no, no, that's to. just all I wanted to check, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you trying to say, Kevin? Are you really a fan? Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> any, no, any sort of any sort of live music. I do appreciate, regardless of who the artist is. Fair enough. Mate. And I've always been known to go to different concerts and different sort of festivals and enjoy myself. So that's true. That's um, true. We were reminiscing on Stereo Sonic from a couple of years exactly ago. Exactly right. So that's yeah, that's where it was at. But no, that's pretty much what I've been doing, apart from obviously training as well for this dreaded marathon I've got coming up next week. Um, but speaking of what you've been doing as well, you've been playing some footy. I have been. Yes. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Perfect time. To Perfect segue. Yes. Well, yeah. I'm, play, I'm playing for the the Ivano Hose in the Amateurs Amateurs League. Um, second game was last week. We didn't. I didn't play too well. Um, no, no. Admittedly, I did go out the night before, and yeah, probably enjoyed myself a little bit too too much. Look, over. I, look I, I watched um, Burn Nation, and I was sitting next to uh, Steve's old man, and I looked pretty hungover out in the field. Didn't you I? did, yeah. and yeah. when your old man says to him, like, "Oh, who's, Steve hasn't got an opponent." I'm like, no, that's him standing in the centre and Steve's on the half-forward line. Yes. So. Well, I got told to stick in my position. Um, that was the sort of, yeah, the, the, uh, what the coach um, advised me to do. Um, but no, the team was just, the team on the day was yeah, far, far superior. That, that about, you know, no, not, not in our sort of, not making any excuses, but they did have a lot of their first players playing in that team. Yeah. Compared to the team we played against the a few weeks beforehand, um, yeah, just... Far, 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 far superior. But we've yep. got Glen Ira this weekend, which I'm looking forward to playing. Um, yeah, going to the game and actually playing playing that in Glen Ira. Yeah. Um, and then in a couple of weeks' time, you got my old mob. Yeah, White Fries. White Fries. Yeah, it's going to be a big one because they're they're I think second on the ladder at the moment. They're doing pretty well. So that the amateur league did three. Um, I'm actually really enjoying it. Like I think because I've been running, my fitness has been pretty spot on. Um, it's a Victorian Amateur Football Association for our yep. ladies and gentlemen playing at home and Division Two. So Div Two, or Div Three, uh, Div Two, Div Two. Oh, okay, yep. there you go. Yeah. So, uh, but no, current hose, mate. Black and white. We're, we're we're ready to go. You're relishing wearing the black and white. I am. I am. I'm just jealous. I don't have number thirty-five, Peter Daycott. Yeah, that is you, my you, go-to number for everyone. Every, you're every... wearing number forty-eight. Like, is there? A, do you do we know a number forty-eight for Collingwood? Oh, mate, couldn't tell off the top of my head right now. No, no. I, I have no clue either. <laughs> no. No, but speaking of Collingwood, Collingwood are doing wonders this season, mate. Like they're they're kicking goals. Oh, mate, on and off the field yep, as well. Definitely. Um, but just looking, obviously, after, towards the end of last year, losing in the grand final against West Coast was a bit devastating. Uh, all non uh, Collingwood supporters loved it. 
we came back. And funnily enough, actually, the thing at the start of this year, I said to you, I said, mate, look at the way Collingwood have promoted themselves online in their social media, in their presence, getting Buckley to come out and talking about how you know upset he was and the players, but now we're going to lift this season. And that's what mm. we've been doing. Apart from you know the casual game here and there and not being able to actually beat West Coast, uh, again, it seems like most other teams can, we're, we're playing very well. Um, you guys are playing midfield. very well. As much as it pains me to say it, you guys are playing very well. I was one of those ones that was very drunk on a grand final day last year on a, a tour of the Yarra Valley, and I messaged you at uh, the final siren with a expression of Lollingwood. Yes, yes um, I do recall that. I'm pretty sure I abused you as well. No, I didn't get a message back no. for a couple of hours. Oh, so. okay. um, that was probably someone else I did it too then. <laughs> anyway, anyway, but... I heard you enjoy the football game, uh, the Collingwood game, a bit too much the other night, mate. Like you had a bit too much to drink. No, no, it was fine. Yeah, okay. I might not have been the Collingwood game. It might have been another game where uh, you couldn't walk out of the stadium. No, mate, that's blasphemous. Who told you that? That's... Oh, I have photographic imagery that has you being put into bed by one uh, housemate of yours. No, I was already in bed that night. No, he came in like so. There's obviously no privacy in the in the uh, house that I live in, and I was in bed with the light on, passed out asleep, um, and yeah, for some reason, obviously the, the you know words have been skewed here and stories have been added on to this whole. Can you confirm or deny that you spewed that that uh, football game? Uh, neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> uh, but that I believe the game you're referring to was. Um, well, it would have been Anzac Day, surely not. Anyway, no. All good. All good. That's all right, mate. Yeah. That's all good. But speaking of Anzac Day, though. It was a great game. It was a fantastic and game, And yes. Anzac Eve as well. Like The ceremony as well was quite was was nice. Yeah. Do you, um, what are your thoughts on, on, on you know the whole tradition of, of Essendon and Collingwood playing on Anzac Day? Well, it's, they're the ones that started it. So they have all right all the rights to keep going and keep yeah. playing with it. And Richmond and Melbourne have done the same with Anzac Eve now. And yeah. uh, it's become a, a permanent fixture in you, the calendar. Yeah, so, so you've been, but you've been a non-Collingwood and Essendon supporter. Yeah. You've been following the Hawks. And let's be honest, you guys aren't doing that well this season at all. And probably won't for the next four seasons. But That's debatable, but we'll see how we go. Yeah. My opinion, mate. Yeah. It's all good. Um, but yeah, what's what's your thoughts on having Essendon and Collingwood playing though? That, you know, that, that, that momentous... And you know, I I don't worry about like anyone else wanting to play on that day. I it's no matter what, no matter and they've said this all over the media. Yep. No matter where either side is positioned on the ladder, mm-hmm. you're guaranteed a good game of footy, and like that's to me that's that's all I care about. Yeah, I agree. It was. But this a one very it was a very close game and Essendon had every opportunity to win it mm. and they they were very wasteful in, in their use of the footy for that game. Um but that's footy, it does happen. We were Hawthorne was very wasteful against Melbourne over the weekend. Uh yeah, that was but so so was Melbourne. Melbourne no should have Melbourne should have won by uh, thirty points or six goals. Uh, five goals. Five or six goals. So but you're gonna get that with footy. Um mm. but it's a new week. We got. Um, Should we do a quick recap of of, of this week? Or, or preview? Preview? Yeah, yeah, let's preview. do a preview so of this week. Recap, mate. Well, recap of last week was yeah. Actually, I'm 
currently doing pretty well on the footy tipping myself, so I've come in first at the moment. Or well, I'm running my company's footy tipping, so I'm not allowed to tip, unfortunately. That's, oh, it's a bit harsh. I'd say, well, you know, you're not going to, it's like you can sway the, res, the results, can you? No. No? So, but, yeah, I'm managing 12,000 people. That's so. huge. Yeah, it is huge. Wow, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, a bit of a preview for this. So, we've got Friday night, we've got the Swans and Essendon. It's going to be a good game. Well, both teams aren't actually performing the best. Mm-hmm. Um, Sydney have a lot to prove. Buddy is still, I believe, injured. There's a um, lot in for Essendon, though. Yeah. Who have we got, mate? You, mate. You've got Zach Clark. Yep. Uh, Fantasia. Yep. Braden Ham and uh, Myers. And who's out, mate? Mark Beagley. Yep. Oh, Danaher's out, though. Okay. Kyle Langford. Yep. Jordan Ridley. Okay, so... We're playing in Sydney. Yep. I mean, Essendon's playing in Sydney, right? Yep, and Buddy's still out. Essendon would be favourites for this one. Um, out, Harry Hunt Cunningham for Sydney in is Colin O'Reardon. Okay, so Buddy's still out. Buddy it's... is still out, yep. Buddy's um, out. Yeah, look, it's going to be it's gonna be an interesting game. So, like, both are very young, inexperienced sides. And, uh, look, I'm excited by Nick Blakey. His prospects look pretty, pretty good. He's mm-hmm. a tall forward. Yep. Uh, can run and tackle. Yes, and a pinch hit in the ruck as well, mm-hmm. uh, but I can't see Zach Clark being beaten and Fantasia and uh, Essendon's forward line. I think Essendon should win by twenty nine points. I don't know about you, mate. I'm going to go with Sydney by seven. Yeah, be a close one, mate. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Only reason is because, um, like, where they are, 18th on the ladder. I don't, I, you know, I don't believe they should be there. Like, there's so many other teams that should be in that position. No. Um, like it, the one thing with this season is that it's the closest it's been for a long time with yeah. all with all the teams. So, look, I think I don't I I think Sydney aren't playing their best, mm-hmm. and I I think they'll finish in the bottom ten. But whether they they deserve to be wooden spooners is going to be seen in the next yeah. month or two. So, but they're due for a win though. They that's, are. That's and that's why I'm picking them. But we got next next game, mate. Western Bulldogs and Lions. Down here at Marvel Stadium. Yes, yes. So, look, Bulldogs are playing really well. Equally so, the the Lions are. Yes, and I am very impressed with them. And my early prediction for the Brown, though, is Lockie Neal. Okay. For Brisbane. Uh, He is dominating the possessions. Yeah, 236 disposals. Yep. Averaging, what, 34 a game? Yep. Huge, huge. He is killing it. So the Bulldogs need to shut him down. Um, in that midfield. Yep. Um, and I think Norton is going to have another ripping game. Okay. I reckon he'll co- kick at least three goals. Um, so so I reckon Bulldogs Doggies. by uh, four or five goals as well. Okay. Mate, I will probably support you on that one. Saying only reasons because that Marvel Stadium. Yep. Um, and I don't see the Doggies, I mean, Lions playing too well. Um, in that, even though they've, they've they've had a strong sort of start to the season, yeah. Look, they've rec- they've recruited well. They've re- recruited very well. Like obviously, Lockie Neal. You've got uh, McCarthy that's come up from Geelong. Yeah. Um, and then like you've got your main guys that have stuck around, like Daniel Rich, Stephen Martin, um, um, Cam Rayner, uh, Eric Kipwood, and Charlie Cameron, who came over from Adelaide a couple of years ago. Yeah. They've stuck around and they've actually started to get a good group together. 
Um, look, I see them coming up within the next couple of years. So, yep. look, the next couple of years, I reckon it's going to be a lot closer competition like it is this year. Mm-hmm. But yeah. overall, doggies, doggies for what you reckon five five goals. I reckon doggies by about five, four or five goals. Yeah, uh, too easy. All right, well there we go. So right now we've both picked the same team, and I've gone with uh, Sydney Swans and you go with Essendon. Yep, mate. The big one, prime time, one forty-five p.m. on a Saturday. I I kind of find this time actually a bit ridiculous for these two teams. I reckon they should have played later on in the evening just to allow more supporters to be there because a lot of my mates are playing footy during this time. Yep, Carlton versus Collingwood. Look, I. From an AFL point of view and the fixturing, Carlton, the way that Carlton played last season, they never deserved like a prime time spot. Yes. But obviously the way that they're playing and this, now... Yeah. Well, you can't change it though. You can't. And it's it's a bit frustrating. Yeah. But, but like, you know, looking at the pies and the way the way they played, again, but this is always, this time has always been there sort of... Yeah. Them for many, the last few years. Many years actually. So... Yeah. You know, with crew, with crews coming in, um, and and McGovern, Mason still Mason's still out. Mason, yeah, Mason Mason Cox is out, and Beams. Actually, Beams is well, out. Well, they've actually said they'll give Beams up until game day to yep. make a decision um, on whether or not you know he's got a sore hip at the moment. Yep. And Taylor Adams out, but then we've got yeah Chris Main and Rupert Wills. Well, Chris Main's yep. a, Chris Main's a, a decent replacement for yep. uh, for the two boys. Yep. Um, so it'll be an interesting game. So, Mate, like, with, but with the way like our midfield's playing, we've got the forward line and and Darcy Moore in the back line. Like, geez, you would have thought that he that guy would be doing so well. Yes, he does look Kieran Knight, look like Kieran Knightley from uh, Bender Like Beckham. Um, <laughs> he actually does. <laughs> but oh, we should put that up on the uh, on the Insta. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it's a good comparison. Definitely there. should. Definitely yeah, should. Nice. Uh, but yes, he is having a ripping season, yeah. and well, he came in to the Collingwood side as a forward, and he's definitely found himself a spot down at uh, centre half back. Yep. Um, and he's he's absolutely dominating and a good carry boy as well. Yeah, fellow carry boy. Um, um, many years below me, but mate, there's also. In him, um, or in the Pies squad, my Brownlow. Yep, Pick. who's this? Who do you think it is? Pendles? No, even though he's been playing very well. Dugowie? No. Who is it? Trelaw. Okay. Yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a call. Averaging 32 disposals a game, 225 at the moment. You know, he's in the centre. Um, he's a guy, you know, he'll play, give those one-twos. My question is to you, though... Is everyone playing so well around him that they'll take votes off him? Well, that's where you'd say Penelbury would probably take the vote, seeing that he's, you know, previous previous sort of performances have, have said that. But, yep. but you know, I look at it, right, with the way the umpires are bloody, are bloody doing their sort of, you know, they're making their decisions this year. Who knows where they're going to be going with the uh, with the voting. But Trelaw would be my sort of roughy pick. Yep. Um, even though I do think that your, um, your pick, though... Lockie uh, Neal. Yep. yep. Lockie Neal is, is, is got high chances. Yep. Um, you're right. There are sort of a few other players in the AFL squad who would probably take away points from Trelaw, but Trelaw would be my would be my go for the for the Brownlow this year. Yeah, look, I it's definitely a possibility, and I think he will place. Yes. Um, I, th- I also think uh, Pendles will be up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think Dugowie is going to take votes off both of them. So... He's been very influential in the games. 
He has been, yeah. So he, he's such a young player. As well. He just gets so much out of him. That's why like, what sort of excites me about the Pies this yeah. year is that we've got a young team, but we, we're playing like a team that's been you know, five or six seasons in and you know, have, have had a few premierships under their belt. Yeah. You know, re- and I said, realistically, last year we probably should have got that. But we didn't, so it's right. If we, you know, we move on. But um, this one, I reckon, is actually going to be a tight match, and I'm going with Pies by twenty-one. Yep. Look, I think the Pies are going to win. Carlton, there's some great signs at Carlton. Some good young players with Paddy Dow and Sam Walsh coming through. Yep. Um, uh, Mark Murphy, Whitefriars boy, still kicking goals and still doing really well. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think Pies midfield and forward line is going to be way too strong, um, and they're rebounding off half back. I think the Pies will win by about forty points. Cool. All right. What's the next one, Kev? We've got Gold Coast versus Melbourne up at Metricon. So this will be a good game. Melbourne yeah. Melbourne played probably didn't play the best against Hawthorne. Like, right now, currently placed a ladder. You know, two apart. Melbourne. Mate, they, well, they beat Hawthorne last week, which probably shouldn't have been the win, but they, they got there. Yep. Um, you know, on, on percentage, they're actually... Mate, they're quite even across the whole board. Yeah. Um, you know, if you look at average points, four. Um, oh, maybe against Melbourne sort of is a bit over, but you're looking at, you know, um, percentage-wise, 73.3 for Melbourne to 76.5 for for the Suns. Um, average age of both teams is, you know, 23-22, Melbourne 23 well, age isn't so much into it. It's no. more the experience. Like you got Jack Viney coming in coming for in, yeah. Alex Neil Bullen, which is going to be a big in. But like the Gold, Gold Coast, have got Pierce Hanley and Lockie Weller coming in, and then young gun Jack Lacosis and Sean Lemons coming back in. But they also lose uh, another young gun in Fiorini and mm. uh, George Holland Smith, who's come up from Gold Coast. Uh, sorry, from uh, Geelong. Yeah, yeah. Um, so all in all. Well, it's going to be a close game. I think this one will probably be within like single digits. Uh, I reckon Gold Coast by nine points. Yeah, I reckon Goldie by uh, by eight. Yeah, I'm going to just go one under for you. <laughs> All right, here All we right. go. Right. So another another what I think would be a decent game would be St Kilda versus West Coast Bay. Yep, West Coast reigning premiers. Rain premiers, obviously, um, mate, going with the the win last week and then a couple of losses that are under their belt. Um, with the ends that they've got right now, the team, you know, admittedly without playing, where are they? Playing a Marvel? Yes. Yep. Um, Gaff's in the team. He's bloody doing well. you got Jack Waterman in now. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go with maybe mate, West Coast for for probably about 25. Yep. Yep. Well... Luke Chewy again, um, who was uh, best on ground on grand final day, uh, Norm Smith medal winner. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he will have an absolute Belting. massive game. Yep. Okay. Um, my big call for the week: uh, at least thirty-five disposals for Luke Chewy. Right. Um, I don't know what he, uh, that's paying. Gamble responsibly, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> but we, we can tell you that <laughs> it will. I reckon it'll be a battle of the midfields, the young midfields. Luke Dunstan versus Shuey. Got Gaff uh, as well. Gaff versus... Uh, oh, Jack Stevens is out, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Um, but I think, yeah, Shuey to have 35. Gaff to 
uh, have two, three goals. Um, So for a West Coast win by about two, three goals. Yep, okay. Um, all right, the seven forty PM game on the Saturday. We've got the Port- showdown, mate. Yes, the showdown. Whew, the derby. Port Adelaide and Adelaide Crows. Yep. So seventh and sixth on the ladder. Another, this, another tight one. See, this is a like I reckon this is deserving of a prime time spot. Um, Absolutely. And Port Adelaide, look, they've. Everyone shut them out at the start of this season. They've got a few guys come in. Um, They've got a fair few wins this week, though. So Ryan Burden was a big a big name that came across, obviously, with the trade of... Uh, yep. Trade to Hawthorne, traded from Hawthorne. Broadband Sin, now Farrell, Johnson, and Motlop. Yep. All for, the, um, all for Port Adelaide. Ollie Wines and Brad Ebert out. Out, that's all right, though. So, look, they've got some young guns. They've definitely... They've, um, so... Port Adelaide. Uh, I've just gone going through their team list. Um, sorry, where are we? Well, mate, you got Travis Boak at the moment leading. Uh, well, you know, is the highest. Um, got the most disposals. You know, yeah, third in third in the in the in the league so far. Two hundred twenty-eight disposals. Yep. Well, um, you got, but then you got Maddie Crouch above that on two thirty-one. Yep. Second. Look, so it's gonna it's gonna be a, it's gonna be an awesome battle, and I reckon the young guns from both sides are gonna have a massive impact. Connor Rosie for Port Adelaide, Xavier Dersma as well, um, and then for Adelaide, um, you've also got Greenwood, um, who's back, uh, getting some consistent footy. Yeah, Gibbs is out, mate, for Adelaide. Look, Gibbs has been on the fringe, and so he should be. Mm. Um, look, he's. Like their back line is pretty much settled um, with Alex Keith now at halfback flank, and yep. I, I don't see him being spending so much time in the midfield like in of Adelaide. So, look, I definitely think he is where he deserves to be on the fringe, and okay. uh, look, that's the same with the back line as well. Like uh, and Andy Odden, uh, who I went to school with at Whitefriars as well. He's um, look, he hasn't. He's been unlucky not to get a game. So, look, young guns like Galauchi as well, Riley Knight, uh, Elliot Himmelberg as well, mm-hmm. and Murphy. Like, they've got everything to prove, and I think it'll be a close one. I think Adelaide by, like, a, a goal. It'll be within a goal. I'm going with uh, Port Adelaide by 18 points. Nice one, mate. Yep. And Greenwood is actually named on the emergencies. So, okay. yes. There you go. There you go. Well, Sunday, mate. Mother's Day. Yeah, mate. Uh, Battle of the Brothers between... Uh, the Scott Brothers. The Scott Brothers. Yeah, North, North Melbourne. Melbourne. Cats. Um, I reckon, mate, we'll try and... Oh, this one here. It's... There's, there's no sort of competition here. It'll be, it'll be Geelong by about 36 points at least. Yeah. Um, you know, they're just absolutely dominating at the moment they're playing very well um, listen they've got heaps of L, you know ins at the moment Selwood's back Zach Tui's in yeah you got to remember these are squads at the moment so you're going to have to cut a few players as well but like you said mate Selwood and Tui are big names to come in Charlie Constable is back into the side after a few weeks out as yep. well Young Gun coming back in but also at North Melbourne Luke Davis Yunaki however you pronounce his name <laughs> Sam Durden as well some two Young Guns I think it'll be a close first quarter. 
uh, with North to lead, and then Geelong will blow them out and run them out of the the game. Here's and a funny one though: team t- total disposables averages. Uh, who do you reckon would be leading? I can see from your phone it's North Melbourne. Uh, nah, but you, you would you have picked? Um, would you have said Cats initially? Yeah, I de- I would have said Cats. Yep. Um, but in saying that, North Melbourne have been wasteful in their in their use of the football, like big names. Uh, coming in to their side uh, with Jared Polek um, and Jasper Pittard. Like, they're mm. two guys you'd think would have taken like a duck to water, yep. but they've struggled initially. Uh, mm. Polek had a great game against Port, Mel- uh, Port Adelaide. Um, Jasper Pittard, I think, uh, needs a bit of a... A step up, so mm-hmm. look, I, I'm with you, Geelong, by Geelong. A, a country mile. Done. All right, beautiful. Next one, mate, Hawks and Giants, your beloved Hawks. Hawk yes, I would love love <laughs> to go to this game, but I am taking my wonderful mother out for a Mother's Day high tea. Oh, nice. Crib out. Uh, at the conservatory. Oh, and Crown. Yes. Yeah, beautiful spot. So... Uh, Hopefully they'll be quite nice. You can dress up for it. You can wear a shirt. I uh, will wear a shirt. Good, uh, as you all should uh, when dining at the conservatory. <laughs> um, pressed shirt, jeans at least, or chinos, chinos uh, and dress shoes. Yep. Uh, yep, that's what I'll be wearing. Look, <laughs> um, Hawthorne, we haven't been performing well, uh, and. Look, we've got a young squad where we are in that little bit of a rebuild, sort of restructure sort of phase. But Clarko, he's a little man with an angry, angry attitude. Yeah, he does, man. Um, but he's a very tactical man as well. And I see this being a, a good tactical battle between Clarko and Jeremy Camp. Uh, Jer- uh, I've gone blank who their coach is. Um, Wait, we talk. Yeah, I'm for Giants. Yeah, bloody uh, Leon Cameron. Yeah, Leon sorry, Cameron, yeah. well, I've been. I was thinking of Jeremy Cameron because well, I, I was like, yeah, he's playing the team. But, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's going to have a go at Jeremy Cameron about no, something. Yeah, geez, I wouldn't be big, surprised. Big tactical that. battle between Leon Cameron and uh, Clarko. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Jedi and mentor, so we'll see how that goes. But I think Giants will struggle on the G and Hawks to win by twenty points. Ooh, okay. Um, yeah, I was going to go with Giants. Yeah, well, Giants are playing well. There's a reason why they're yeah. third on the ladder. Um, yeah. And that is why I alluded to Jeremy Cameron, because we were like going through our notes with him. He yeah. is leading the goal kicking. and Mate, absolutely dominating the goal kicking. And actually, this is probably a good little segue burning question, is that would um, Jeremy Cameron, or any, any player, player for that matter, in, now in the future, will we see another 100 goals kicked? In an AFL season, I think you will. I think it's yeah. I it'll be it's it's tough though. Yeah, and I don't think it'll happen this season. I don't think it'll happen for a little while. Yeah, but it, I, I do hold out hope for one day that'll be a big forward, old school style to kick a bag. And... Because you need to average like right now we did the did the maths right and he's averaging four per game. Yep. So. Remainder remainder of the season, he's going to have what, 56, was it? How many how many goals are left? I mean, how many... Um, well, we're up to rounds. round eight, and there's 23 rounds, and they play 22 games. 
Yep. So, mate, he's going to be mid eighties, right? Yep. Um, He'll need to kick a ba- couple bags. He'll have to do some big ones, right? Yeah. A couple, you know, a few, a few eights to get him sort of settled in to get there. But he's like, mate, he's he's the only chance for this season. Yeah. To to actually do it because the next one's behind him. You got um, Dugowie and uh, Tom Lynch on seventeen. Look, there's there's no reason why they can't. And Tom Lynch um, probably hasn't had the best. Um, his midfielders haven't had the best use of the football. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you can see that from Richmond being in their position at ninth at the moment. Yep. Um, but if the way the Giants are playing, there's no reason why that Jeremy Cameron can't kick a couple bags. I reckon he'll kick a bag this weekend. And. Like me being the typical Hawthorne supporter, I think we're still going to win. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, well, but, I, I but, can see Jeremy Cameron back kicking to the, back five. To the team, five goals. Okay, I reckon he'll kick five. Yeah, and but will we see a hundred goals kicked in, in an AFL season? Because the game's changed. Yeah, compared to the traditional game of like you know you, back in the days with the with Lance Franklin early footy days, um, you know Tony Lockett. Yeah. Back in the day, like who else had kicked a hundred? Well, I think with the the new. Structure at the at the set of outs, the wingmans were with the with the whole six 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 though. Yep, yep. I think it, it opens up the game more, and there's so much more spread, and there's more goals coming from center bounces now. Yes, as well. So there's no reason why they can't get it. Mm. Uh, I don't think it will happen this season, but I think it will happen in the, in the, within the next five years. Who would you predict to kick hundred goals? In the competition right now, right now, well, as in you know, not as in not this season, but you know, playing current current players. I'd probably thinking of the player and the list that they've got around him. I think Tom Lynch will kick a hundred with with uh, really yes. My other picks would be Josh Kennedy at West Coast and probably Jeremy Cameron as well. They're my three that I think would get to a hundred goals if it was going to be anyone. I don't know. Well, that's just me. I don't know. What do you think, mate? Yeah, I'm still trying to think of anyone else that we could probably throw in there in the spanner works, but I don't. I don't. I just, just with the other with the other teams and the players there. They're like they act like at the forward line. It also acts like a midfield as well. Yeah. And the fact that they're so agile, whereas you know, there's not this sort of that center guy that you used to go to to you know to kick those you know those, those bag or bag those eight or nine goals. Yeah, um, I'm just trying to look at right now who would be in the scoring line for that, mate. Tom Lynch would be my pick, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's no one else really in the list right now that I can see that would be going. Yep. Kick. You know, you're not going to see someone like Gary Ablett or a, you know or a Dugowie kick 100. No, like, your small forwards like Gaz. Like he he's the Benjamin Button of football. Like, he's getting. <laughs> Better with age, yeah. um, which pains me to say as well. Um, but but he's, he's killing it. And then the goey, look, he want, he said himself he would love to spend more time in the midfield, but yeah. um, he's playing his role and he's doing a good, great job uh, as that small forward. Uh, and like you, you're averaging though. Look at that. Okay, the average of goals kicks is. Cameron at the moment four point three. Yep. And then everyone else is on twos. So he's doubling what everyone else is doing. And then you go with score involvements and he's up there as well at nine point three. Yeah. An average. 
with four score involvements, and the next one you've got is Degoe on eight point one. Yeah. So I'm looking at you know if that's going to be consistent, if there is going to be the next person I'd make a punt, I'd put a punt on. I'd probably say it'd be Jeremy Cameron. Gamble responsibly, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, he, it's going to be. It'll be interesting to see whether it does happen or not. But the game is getting a lot faster it with is. the with the 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 new rules, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm loving the six 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 formation. Yeah, as well as the uh, play on from. Uh, oh, from that's been, that's been great. Yeah, the play on from kickings now is just made it life a lot easier, just to get the ball get the, get the game flowing. So yeah, yeah, and that's what they want, and uh, it'll be really. Uh, we've already seen it's been a better mm. season and a much more high-flowing, high pace, and so much more scores are coming from turnovers as well. Yeah. So, and will we see more changes in the future? I hope not. Um, in regards to where the game's played, yeah, I think like rules-wise, or I just... think rules-wise, I think it's it's at a good stage. I don't, I don't think it is. Yeah, I, I, I just like there's so much inconsistency with calls right now, and that was particularly relating back to that Anzac Day game, where you know you had the Essendon supporters booing like Penelbury, which was just oh, well, apparently the umpires, but but they were booing, booing um, you know Penelbury, and then you've got just like reflecting that game, and I, and I watched it again, and yeah, there was you know there were a few bad calls here and there, but. They're not consistent throughout all the other games, though. No, like, and like that's where the conversation I think that's look at is, and they've spoken about it on on the radio and, and you know quite quite forward with it all is saying that they should look at professionalising, making it more of a you know a professional unit, as in the umpires, yeah. right? So instead of them like them actually you know working full time, getting paid a bit more, and yeah. making an effort to go out to say the clubs and chatting to the clubs, and be like, okay, what is it you know that we can improve on? Yeah. Now, sort of. Well, like, yeah. There's definitely that aspect yeah. where, like, um, professionalising umpires, and I, I would love to, like, should I support the AFL Umpires Association yeah, with I, that I, as I, well? I, I, no, I, I yeah. support them too. I, you know, it's a hard bloody job. Yeah. It's not easy. No. But let's make it easy for everyone, and, and let's you know bring back. Let's there's bring always going to be that tough call. Like, it's always going to be the. There's always going to be a fifty-fifty call, and there's there's going to be times where they do miss it, and there's going to be the occasional inconsistency but yep. I think with the level of the rules I think the rules are great but I think where that is obviously the rules enforcement is that what we're saying what is the that, issues yeah just um, like, oh, even the rules I don't think are great though well, well, I, I think we've softened the sport a bit and that's that's another burning question for this oh, topic sorry, is yeah. that, oh, no I should have yeah we talked talk about that later on oh, no no, no, no it's, we're, we're here look it's I think with that as well like the bump is definitely gone. Yeah, and the bump is what made footy. Like, tell me you don't love it when you were young. You used to, well, not young, like say a few years ago, right? We used to, we used to yeah. go on YouTube and watch, you know, all the bumps, all the big hits. Yeah. And now you do that. If you any of those hits back then, you do it now. You could get reported and probably like out for four four games. Yeah, I get it. I I totally agree. I get it from the from an AFL's perspective in protecting the head, which is one hundred percent. Yeah. Like, c- coming from a like but it's a, a contact. Bloke. It's a contact sport. It yeah. is a contact sport. You know what's going to happen to you. Yeah. So just, 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 just get used. Just get used to it. Like I don't agree with someone getting elbowed in the face. I think that's a bit rough. Sure, sometimes it's unintentional. Yeah. But you know that's why we're we're considered like we don't wear padding. No. That's why we considered a hardcore sort of. Well, we were considered a hardcore sort of sport to play because we would tackle. 
when we tackle you know players and when you you know even like throwing them to the ground now you can get done for you know what is it a, a, not a jackhammer it's a sling tackle yes the sling tackle yep like come on no it, it's in that sense like it's a lot more protected uh, I know from my like footy days like I've had a few concussions and oh, okay. um, so I'm all, all about protecting the head in that sense um, but also those concussions were me being shit at footy <laughs> so uh, what, where do you, what do you mean by shit at football like I that? would go I would go for a spoil head first and uh, so land- you get kicked in the face no I landed on the, uh, the the turf pitch and it was still rock hard in the middle of pre-season and oh, well, knocked myself out but no, that's just mate that's you being dedicated that's, that would have got, yeah. got you a couple of votes no oh. no it was uh, waking up in the the school uh, first aid room and being like where am I so <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no but in, in that sense protecting the head 100% Mm-hmm. Kicking in danger, I think that's one rule that's not as enforced, though. I think, like, uh, watching the Anzac Day game, uh, there was that many blokes trying to hack it out of the ground and yep. just missing someone's head or someone's hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's something that's uh, that's been missed. Yep. But having a bloke slide in for the ball and then taking someone's legs out... Yep. I think that's a little bit over the line. I think that's something where they're just trying to commit to the ball. Mm. It's that fine line of trying to be where you have a duty of care to the opponent, but you also are playing a contact sport. So I think they've got that wrong. Uh, And I I agree. Yeah, we could be talking about this for hours. Like it's, I think. The main ones are like the bumps and the jumper punches. Like the bump, there's been some great bumps this season. Like um, uh, Ricky Henderson did a great one against Geelong. Um, He did too, yeah. And Eddie Betts, I think, did one as well. Well, Um, But I think, in terms of like jumper punches, again, going back to the Hawthorne Geelong game, uh, that was a bit like taken mm-hmm. a bit far and a, f- a result oh sorry Hawthorne West, Western Bulldogs game I should say where it resulted in four Western Bulldogs goals in 90 seconds but that that's that's football you need to be disciplined and um, Sicily at the time wasn't moment. so yeah, yeah. And like it's look and even local footy you got to watch your mouth and what you oh, say oh you do and, well we saw that on the weekend yeah um, the, the umpires now giving away 25 metre Freeze for just dropping the f bomb. Yep, which is fair enough. Obviously, young kids are around there and everything else. Hundred percent. But you know, it's it's also you know some people express emotions differently, and some people drop the f bombs. Others say other other you know cruel things. But yeah, it's for me. It you know that's you can be leaning towards certain, certain respect, and if but if you put if, as soon as you get the umpire off your side in in that sort of game, you're, look hundred percent like. You leave it once you cross the line. It's all on the field. Once you cross back over it, it's done. It's done. Yeah, exactly. Now, so yeah. I did forget to mention, mate, the final game of the season. I uh, know, oh, sorry, of, of this um, round, round. Freo Richmond. Yes, that's going to be a good game. That is going to be a good game at um, Optus Stadium. Yes. In, yeah, in, over in, in Perth. Anyway, yeah. So look, um, Freo is actually the surprise packet for me this season. They are. Uh, Actually flying under the radar, they're doing really well. They won't win the premiership. Though. No, they won't. <laughs> but they will be. Oh, 
I reckon that'll just miss out on the top eight, just with being the competition being so close this year. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I think they have a red hot crack at beating Richmond. Um, look, Richmond have shown that they can be vulnerable, and I think Fremantle's midfield has just been way too strong in the last few weeks. And, and I'll see them. Sh- I can see them shutting down Dusty. Yep. Just like just like what happened last last week. Yep. Um, I don't. I, I don't know if Fife is fit or uh, if he's going to play. Um, there's no outs at the moment. There are a few ins for Frio. Yep. With um, Bewley, Cox, Darcy, and Duman. Yep. Um, but Richmond also have a few ins as well. We've got Butler, uh, you know, Soldo, Dawkins, Arts. Although Dan Rioli's out there. Yeah, and Nick Floston, who he's been. Their second best backman yeah. behind uh, Dylan Grimes. So, so that's is, a big out. This is what makes me think now that over there, you know, more, more ins and outs for uh, you know for Freo compared to to Richmond. I think Freo's going to win. Freo's going to win, yeah. And Same it'll here. be Tom Lynch that keeps them in the game. He'll kick a, three or four goals. To keep Richmond in the game. Yeah, but it'll be Freo by about 15 points. 15, yeah. yeah. I was going to say 12. But yeah, mate. Oh, that's good. So that's our sort of recap of that sort of of that round. Looking at now, we mate, we're eight, we're at sort of eight 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 games, eight rounds in, many rounds to go. But well, where do you see sort of, and this is obviously leading into the next thing that we'll talk about as well. But where do you see the um yeah the end of this end of the season? Like who do you see has been in the um you know? I think minor premier will be Collingwood. Really? Yep. I. Like, the way that they're playing is probably the, the benchmark, the standard. Yep. Um, I don't think they will, will, will win the premiership. And yep. I don't know who will win the premiership yet because you have... Still too soon. To yeah, to you have her. 14, 15 sides that like are playing inconsistent football. Um, yeah, but you just said before Colin was playing set the, set the standard. Yeah, they're playing consistent. So, like, so if they continue that benchmark and raise it every, and say they raise it, right, and everyone's still behind, how do you expect those teams to catch up to where the pies are at? So in that case, shouldn't, so, it, shouldn't it be the pies season? But that's the thing, mate. Like you, from what I can see, like is the the standard between everyone else. So pies, okay, my top teams at the moment: pies, Geelong, GWS, Geelong. Yep. They're the three that I see playing finals. Well, they're the top three at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they will secure the, themselves a spot in the top eight. Mm-hmm. The, the next 12. Yes. So from four to 15. 15, yep. Any one of them could... Well, even up, even the Swans and Melbourne, like who knows exactly. what's going to happen. So, well... It, Premierships aren't won now. It's exactly, and like, I believe it's and it's too early to tell, which is a good yeah. question, though, right? To find out. If I had to put money down on someone, I would probably put Geelong. Geelong, mainly just being gamble responsibly, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Um, mainly being that they have the experience yep. behind them. They've got the squad, um, and. They haven't won a premiership for a little while as well. So, it's it's anyone's game. We all saw it from the Bulldogs in 2016. Yep. So, coming from 7th to win the premiership, it's anyone's game. And for me, Norm Smith will be 
it's very early. <laughs> Paddy Dangerfield, Coleman Metal will be Jeremy Cameron, um, Brownlow will be Lockie Neal, Grand Final, Geelong, GWS. Awesome. Well, I'm gonna leave that with you now because I, I can't really tell you who. I think so. Coleman... You give me shit. You yeah. Can't well, tell you. Okay. No, no. Well, okay. Col- <laughs> no, Coleman, Coleman would be yep. Cameron. Yeah. Agree. Um, I'm I'm going with Collingwood and I'm going with the Collingwood and GWS Grand Final. Yep. I go with Henelby winning Norm Smith. Norm Smith. Yeah. And Pies by 15. Okay. Keep Interesting. In yep. Interesting. Yes. Well, that's AFL and obviously AFLW is like finished up, but we got VFLW yeah, still, starting up yeah, starting pretty up. soon. And then also, you know, the girls, um, the amateurs, all girls footy still playing. Like my sisters are playing for... Yep. For old Zavs at the moment, yeah, and they're doing very well. I'm actually going to be the um, the water boy for them on Sunday, um, which is going to be fun. Yeah, go there, you know, after after the eight kilometer run with Mum, we'll go go over and support the girls. But you know, with with you know the AFL women's, I'm going to see that you know just in every year just getting better and better. Hundred percent, mate. And and admittedly, I was one of those early uh, at the start of I didn't really know where it was going to go. Yep. Um, like I just thought, okay, well, you know. Will it gain momentum? And it has definitely. And and the fact that you know that it's sort of continuing, and there's a lot of support happening now. It's it's um yeah, it's it's great for great for footy. Hundred percent, mate. I totally agree. Where I disagree with you is they've expanded way too much in a short space, short amount of space at the time. And my reason for saying that is that you're gonna have you have X amount of talent pool. In the system. Yep. Uh, so this year was the first time that they brought in their expansion teams with, with uh, Geelong. Uh, I'm going blank. Who else? Uh, <laughs> Sydney? No. No. Um, Geelong, North Melbourne yeah. um, coming in. And then next season you've got uh, St. Kilda, West Coast and Richmond. Gotcha. So the... Talent pool is going to be stretched uh, from that sense, and I think it'll be the sta- like you've, you've we've seen from the standard of football, it's been either a really close game or someone winning by ten goals. Yeah, yeah. And I'd be honest with you, I've only watched a few games. You've probably yeah. watched a lot more than I have. Yeah, look, I, um, I've been an avid follower, and I think it's a hundred percent great uh, for uh, the game. Um, but I think where the AFL and uh, Nicole Livingston being the chairman or chairwoman of AFLW, she needs to really consider the grassroots side of things yep. of football. And I think where they can make that opportunity, and it's not a it's not a um, great decision because what they're doing at the moment is, is great giving uh, free entry to every game. But I think they need to start charging, even if it's a little bit for football. Yep. Because that, in turn, goes can go back into the clubs mm-hmm. to support their players and then go back to grassroots football um, and developing the next wave coming through. Um, so that's my opinion on it. Yeah. And... It'll be a watch this space, I think. Um, yeah, I might have to start getting a bit more sort of involved or watching it a bit more. 100%, but you got 
role models like Katie Brennan, who's was the Bull, uh, Bulldogs captain and now gone over to Richmond. Moana Hope. Moana Hope, yes. um, who was at Carlton, sorry, Collingwood, yeah. and then went to North Melbourne, which he actually hasn't been given another contract at North Melbourne. So it'd be yeah. an interesting one to see where she ends up. My bet would be she ends up at the Saints. Yep. Uh, I believe that she spent some time at the Southern Saints uh, as uh, in the VFL Women's Football League as it was back then. Yep. Um, Victorian Women's Football League. Yeah, VWFL. Um, and I think there'll be a greater push coming through um, for the sport um, and more of the AFL guys supporting their fellow club uh, teammates. Um, we saw that with Adelaide uh, football players being in the guard of honour for the Adelaide women's before they ran out onto the grand final. Um, so it'll be 100% Who's better. your favourite um, AFL women's player if you, had, if you had one? If I had to pick, I would probably say... Uh, yeah, probably Katie Brennan. Mm-hmm. Um, or Ellie Blackburn. Um, so, Katie Brennan, f- tall forward, um, very influential on the game. Uh, and Ellie Blackburn being that inside midfielder um, who can also shut down um, an, an opposition's uh, best player as well. So, look, it's the game is in a good spot. But and- you're both saying that they... You made a good point about obviously it expanding at a rate where they're not going to be able to fill in. Yeah, and those. Well, but would they would they not have already, you know, probably thought about that and gone, hey, this is something that we need to take into account, and that's why yeah. they and because well, because the talent is there, but we just don't know about the talent yet. Yeah, and there's a, there's a new wave of uh, young girls coming through, and look, it'll be. They haven't announced any more expansions after next season. So, yep. look, Hawthorne's one of those teams that haven't been given a AFLW license yet, but are actually doing very well in the VFLW. Mm-hmm. Um, so, look, there's that much more development that's going to come through, and it'll be better in the long run for it. So, I think for this coming VFLW season, I think. Um, Hawthorne reigning premiers. I think Geelong and Collingwood will probably have a good chance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Northern Territory Thunder, who actually have a lot of the Adelaide squad playing for them as well. So, be right. very interesting to see. I had no idea Northern Territory had a team until you just no. took us in. So, that's, so that's good. Um, right. We'll see what happens. Uh, Carlton uh, should do pretty well as well. Right, North Melbourne. Who knows? Um, yeah. I thought they would do pretty well yeah, uh, in AFLW, but um, they kind of flunked out a bit. And there's only one team in Tasmania, and that's going to be Tasmania, not North Melbourne. That's where I stand on it. Full stop. Gotcha. Uh, but speaking of influential AFLW players, yes, Taylor Harris. There was a lot of backlash in the media about about yeah, it. Yeah, remind me what, happened, what was happening so, here. So, uh, newspaper journalist, uh, photographer, I should say, were, took a photo of her oh, um, yes. mid, mid-kick yes. and a lot of comments uh, 
circulating in the media and social media out of that. And um, a lot of support came out for Taylor. And It was a ripping kick, though. Like It's a great technique. And yeah. I would love to be able to kick like that. And like, take, like she can kick 50 easily. Yeah, I can't kick 50. I can't <laughs> kick 50. No way. I'd be like to kick 30. Yeah. Um, so there's been a lot of support in that sense and a lot of um, a lot of backlash for the for those comments because like, well mate there was people just being out there being fucking keyboard warriors yeah 100% and, and in the end like what she said you know good on her about sticking up for that kind of shit like, yeah I don't think it's, you know and you're gonna cop that all the time I reckon the media sort of is dragged along with it um, like yeah they've raised the concern okay but like it's kind of let's you know it's all put aside. I know, like, yeah. it, yes, everyone in in any sport, cops, cops, cops. You know, yeah. There's cops, always right? you're cops. always going to get your keyboard warriors, and like even the next week with the AFL, there was a similar photos and women saying similar comments, and that, like you can't be that for one and that for another. Yeah, exactly. And there was people calling those women out, and good on them. So. Yeah. To those people, those keyboard warriors, just leave your like bad comments to yourself, and like by all means, if you're gonna write it, they're not gonna listen to you anyway. No, um, I'll just ignore it. That's the best thing to do. But Zach Merritt, Essendon uh, young gun, has come out in support of Taylor Harris, and I'm 100 percent behind this. And Anything that comes out bad about women's football or women in general, he's just against straight away. And I, for him to step up and say that as well, um, good on him. Yeah. And I even like with um, in the women's game as well with the Pride game and the Swans do the same thing with St Kilda. Like they're doing some some good stuff. So awesome, well, mate. Is, more to come this. We'll obviously talk a bit more about the season throughout the throughout the um the year and oh mate, I would love a beer right now, but I think Stephen May's already had it. So oh yes, mate, what an absolute joke. Yeah, like if we come on, if if they if they're that desperate to try and find some news, like just just maybe just don't report on you know the birds in the sky. Like yeah, that, like you're injured, someone's yep. allowed to have a pint of beer. Yep. Um, 100%. Back in the day, they were smoking darts at half time. Yep. You know, in the Look, early days. What's, what is the issue here? And, and is it just, is just two reporters on their high horse no. trying to get, trying to just, yeah, one, you know one they, reporter. You know one what reporter. they, are generating, like, it's, it's, what, what they've done, they're, they're reported on it, and obviously we're talking about it. So yeah. they're, they're doing their job right. 100%. But I'm looking at it at a point saying it's fucking stupid. Look, Damien Barrett. Is on Stephen May's side. He's injured. He's just out on a Sunday. Yeah, enjoying go Damien. By the way, listen to his podcast. It's actually quite, quite yeah. good. Whereas Hutchie has been come out and said, high profile, high money player that's come in underdone to a new team and from being underdone has then subsequently injured himself from, from that and now is on the sideline for being... Uh, having a beer, let the man like recover, enjoy himself. Like he, like has been hung out to dry in the media. 
he probably deserves that beer more than anyone else. <laughs> like, mm. um, Bill, you know, what? I'm going to beer for you this weekend, Steve, and I'm actually off off the beers for until the, the marathon. But I'm going to have one for you. I think we should do a have a beer for Stephen May. Put your beers out for Stephen May. Put your beers out for Stephen May. Hashtag Stephen May. Hashtag put your beers out. Hashtag, hashtag the burn. The burn. Okay, and then uh, hashtag piss off Kochi. Yeah, that's a good idea. We should definitely, definitely do that. Start out, put your put your uh, beers out for Stephen May. Yeah, starting now. Now we'll do it. We'll do it tonight. We'll have a photo out there. Have your beers out for Stephen May. Put that on Facebook and Insta. And uh, mate, we're all we're all here for you. We're just, I reckon that's a load of shit. It's just rubbish. Um, it's professionalism going too professional. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Anyway, look, we can talk about footy for hours, and we've actually been talking for an hour. So, yes, mate. Look, oh, there is one final thing, though, right? Final burning question before we finish up. Membership. Are you a loyal supporter if you don't hold a membership? I hold a membership, so I'm going to say yes. You need, like, you are a loyal supporter, but you could have supported the same team for 50 years and not have had a membership. Um, and still consider yourself a supporter. So... It's just a piece of paper or a cardboard at the end of the day. As long as you're wearing your team's colours, that's all you're that matters to team. me. Yeah, exactly. I agree with you, mate. So, well, fuck yeah, but that's a pretty decent topic. We've got a few things that we've discussed. Um, hope everyone at home has enjoyed uh, listen. Yeah, it's a bit longer than what we usually go for, but it it is very Melbourne. It is very the burn AFL. Um, is in our blood. We love sport. Like we love our, our teams. Uh, we bleed black and white and golden brown, respectively. And uh, I actually poo golden brown, but ew, you poo gold. Like, you're like yellow. Like anyway, you need to have your system checked. Bad, bad joke, mate. Anyway, all yeah. right, all right, so we're done. But um, yeah, until when? Uh, what's what's next? Next topic, Kev. Oh, look, we're gonna we're gonna be a bit of a. A tourist in our own city, I think. Like we're gonna go explore Melbourne and Yassu. see what's coming up. And yeah, awesome. Look, we got good beer week coming up as well. So exciting. Uh, I'm gonna enjoy a few beers, and you're you're gonna be sitting there watching as you're preparing for your uh, marathon. Ah, well, good beer weeks in what, three weeks away. It's this weekend for next. Oh, it is too. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> <sighs> so put your beers out. Uh, Stephen May will be having one for you. I'm KDG, and I'm Stavros, and remember. Slip, slop, and slap. Otherwise, you're going to get burnt. Oh, yes, sir. Hey,